So, fiddle me this. It's been said that baseball is America's favorite pastime, and that it's tough to argue. Baseball should hold a place in the heart of every American. So should fiddling. Since its arrival on this side of the pond, fiddle music has been passed down mother to son, friend to foe, south to north, east to west, and every nook and cranny along the way. Tunes take on new meanings, new names, new feels from person to person. Shaped by local community and purpose and region, fiddle music truly captures the spirit of a people. Across America, we can hear this tradition. I'm JT, and these are some of today's fiddlers playing their tunes and sharing tales. Welcome to Fiddle Me This. Before she leaves, leaving on that train headed out of town. Her blue eyes and her brown hair, she's the sweetest thing you ever did meet. I can take her for my own back in Boston town. Originally from Otis Orchards, Washington, way up on the Idaho border, today's guest grew up with fiddle music all around him. With plenty of fiddle contests nearby and kids his age all doing the same thing, he found inspiration quickly and befriended any fiddle players he met. Since the early 90s, he's garnished his plate, claiming nearly every state and national title in the Pacific Northwest. This is Gary Shue. Yeah, well, I don't know. What do you want to play? Uh, uh, fiddle? Guitar? Yeah, Jim's guitar. <laughs> What's something you like to play with Jim a lot? Um, we played, he would always have me play Hell Among Sierlings. All right. Yeah, man.
You like that tune, huh? Yeah, yeah. I learned it. Shoot, it was a long time ago. Um, it was probably in seventh grade, eighth grade. Well, you've been playing <laughs> fiddle a long time, then. Yeah, I started started when I was in sixth grade. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. So. 11, 11 years you old. You worked up the hell amongst the yearlings pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yep. Yeah, it was, I decided to take up the fiddle because one of my friends in middle school, you know, middle school you're always, you got a skewed sense of reality anyway, and I thought, well, one of my friends in middle school played the fiddle, and um, everybody thought it was cool, so I thought that I needed to learn to play the fiddle to be cool, uh-huh. you know, so here we are, right? <laughs> Most people learn the guitar to, to get the ladies, and you just learn the fiddle to be cool. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I did it wrong. I should have learned the fiddle. I would have been cool. Uh, you play fiddle, too. I've heard <laughs> <that>. <laughs> That's debatable. Uh, That's debatable. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Where was sixth grade at? Uh, I grew up in a town called Otis Orchards, Washington. Oh, okay. It's kind of right on the state line of Washington and Idaho. All right. So kind of out, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's where I grew up, kind of my whole whole growing up, kindergarten through 12th grade. Remember that tune? Twisty, turny tune, yeah, it's fun. It is a good tune. So yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. That's one of the cool things about fiddling is everybody makes it their own. You know, nobody sounds the same. You know, yeah. It's everybody's got their style. You know, and you kind of develop it over time. I mean, a lot of people start out, you know, taking lessons. You know, when they're ten or something from somebody, and then. Did you start taking lessons when you was ten? 
Uh, yeah, somewhere 10 or 11, yeah. So from, when you was 6 and 7, you was just making it up on the spot? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I started... It took you three years before you realized you needed somebody to tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I started... Did I start in school orchestra? So it would have been like fifth grade, I think, or something. Yeah. And then, and then decided to take some lessons when I went to middle school and, you know, needed to be cool with the fiddle, so. Yeah. So, yeah, then we, I took my, Jadeen was my first teacher, Jadeen Ludiger. Okay. And then kind of went, branched out from there, you know, yeah. learned stuff from everybody. Which is yeah, that makes sense, thing. being up there. Uh, Jadeen's up in Spokane, I guess. Yeah. Otis, Otis Orchards must not be far from Spokane, then. Yeah, it's, you know, 45 minutes, something like that, 30 minutes. Who knows, that was a long time ago. Yeah. She probably, where was she then? Spokane? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not from around these parts. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> so, fake yeah. till I make it. It's that's another thing too that's fascinating is just the the regional uh, styles, mm -hmm. you know, and how much they vary. You know, just different areas. Yeah. Well, you grew up in the. You're probably the first. With you, you grew up in that northwest, northeast Washington mm -hmm. area. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I've tried to get. Uh, some other people down here, it's so far, uh, Portland is, uh, fortunately, has a lot of fiddle playing, but we've had fiddle players from all over. Right. Uh, from Florida and uh, even from like, Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's right. what he called it. That's where wow. Dan was from. Dan yeah. was from, but he lives in Arizona now, but he comes through. Okay. Trying to get people who uh, come through this area and influence the style just because they're, they're out playing, and you're out playing. You played with country bands and whatnot around here and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I played, let's see, the first band I was in um, was when I was in high school. It was like a country rock band called Moonshine, kind of played regional stuff. And we got, I mean, we got a good following. We had a tour bus and all, yeah. all the fun stuff. And then and then I took up uh, playing with the Rock and Bee Ranch for the, a Chuck Wagon dinner show. So that was nice. Kind of all the, you know, full spectrum of styles there, you know. Did they feed you dinner on that show? Oh, yes. Those are the best gigs. Yep, that was great. <laughs> I mean, brisket, like, you know, twice a week. Yeah, you get dinner and a dollar. Yep, brisket, beans, potatoes. <sighs> you make it hungry, it's dinner time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, play me another tune.
Fiddle Me This was funded in part by Bubbaville, a nonprofit dedicated to the educational and cultural enrichment of the Portland metro region through traditional music and dance. A staple on the West Coast, the Portland Old Time Gathering has been going for more than 20 years and brings national and regional American traditional musicians together. Go to BubbaGuitar.com for more information. Thanks, Bubbaville, for sponsoring Fiddle Me This. Hi, folks. It's Podland's number one producer, Liam Flanagan, and I just want to let you know about sponsors. If you're a business owner or manager and you are looking for a great way to get your product out there, becoming a podcast sponsor is just that. Podcasts are listened to all over the world. Podland has had visits from places like Kenya, Ireland, Australia, Vietnam, and almost all 50 states. What's up, Alaska? Don't you like podcasts? Anyway, becoming a podcast sponsor could be the way to give your business the boost it may need. To become a Podland podcast sponsor, contact me, Liam Flanagan, at liam at podland.productions. That's L-I-A-M at podland.productions. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. You just get a tune stuck in your head and find a few different versions of it and listen to it or hum it for a few days and then figure out your own version. Yeah. What's it like getting fiddle tunes stuck in your head? Oh, it's miserable and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you learn a lot of tunes and, and hear a lot of tunes? Where were you going to find tunes? Um, you said I mean, your community, so you'd go to, uh, I mean, you just meet them in your community, I guess, but would, yeah. what sort of events would? Um, for me, growing up, um, you know, there. I mean, I was into the fiddle contest circuit, and part of that was, you know, my parents were pretty smart about, well, you know, hey, if, if you're going to practice, then we'll take you to these things. So uh-huh. that was my incentive as a <laughs> They kid. wanted you to win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, they didn't, they didn't care about money. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't care about the, about, you know, me winning or anything like that, but they did, um, you know, they wanted you to practice and be dedicated to something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, as a kid. That's not a bad you, thing at all. No. I mean, and as a kid, you start to like, uh, make friends, you know, and you always converge at these fiddle contests. You know, Weezer's a big example of one, right, where yeah. people from all over come. And so, you know, the incentive was, well, if you're practicing, then we'll take you to these things, you know. And there were little ones, you know, little regional ones in Bozeman, Montana, or Dillon, Montana. Um, mm-hmm. There was one Donna Reuter put on. It was the first contest that I played in, and it was in Sandpoint, Idaho. And I think it only went one year or two years. Um but yeah, I mean, there was you know these little contests you'd play outside on a little stage, and well, that made you want to practice just being able. Your parents saying you had a ride, right, right. So. And if I did win anything, um, that was the deal. Is uh, my sister played too, so if either of us won, then we had to buy dinner on the way home. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, man, that's a good tune. Where'd you yeah. pick, where'd you pick that up? Um, I actually I think that I learned that from Jadine, Jadine Ludiger. Mm-hmm. So just, um, and I don't hear it played very much. No, but it's it's just a fun hornpipe. So. It is. It's a good tune. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of oh, when I was playing that, I was like having all these memories come back about like when I was that age playing that and. I was thinking, you know, okay, like, you know, going into these fiddle contests and you know, warm up in the back room and you're this little kid that's nervous and and there's always, you know, somebody that like is the guy that's rounding up the fiddlers to shoo them up to the stage, you know, so that the show can keep going on time. And um, Sheila, um, Sheila uh, Lloyd, her uh, dad, Ray, Ray Wright, was the guy that did that at all the contests up there. And he, I mean, he was, gosh, I mean, I don't even know how old he, he was. He was the pro. Yeah. I the mean, pro, the pro was, kid wrangler. And he was a fiddle player. <laughs> he was a cool old fiddle player. Yeah. And his wife played the uh, wash tub bass. Uh-huh. Um, and, what a duo. Know, yeah. And I bet would, they could put on a show, I bet. Oh, they did. Yeah. You know, and um, there was a, a gal, um, oh, now I don't remember her name, um, Mary Cooper. Uh huh. Um, and she, you know, another. I mean, the fun, the the cool thing about this is you got. I mean, you have all all ages, and they all come together for one thing in common, you know. And I mean, you can have you know a ten year old playing fiddle tunes with somebody who's eighty five, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, I remember. Uh, you can learn a lot if you're ten from an eighty five year old fiddle player, right? You, you can learn <laughs> a lot if you're forty five from eighty five year old fiddle player. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, Mary Cooper was her name, and she was another fiddle player up there. That she was like this, she was like the best show showman. Mm-hmm. Um, she played with bands, and she was probably like seventy at the time. And I remember, um, you know, she uh, she was playing Orange Blossom Special with some band at an Elks Club, I think. And I, she was in the middle of some <laughs> fancy thing, and you know, I was. 10 right and i'm like whoa i can't believe that you're playing something like that he's inspired yeah yeah and you see her i mean she i remember i have this memory of her jumping off of the stage while she was playing the fiddle you know and just it was was pretty fun you know that's a fiddle mosh pit right right Thank you. 
waltz. Sure. We have people play waltzes on here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do um, Yellow Rose. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kessinger recorded this back in the 20s and um, it was a tugboat up Sandy River mm. or something like that. And mm-hmm. the record executives put it on their released it as tugboat and that wasn't what he called it but then later in the 60s he recorded it as Sandy River or something like that. You yeah. can look it up on YouTube. Yeah, just to... And people back there remember that but people, uh, that tune has crossed crossed the Mississippi and went down to Texas everybody's playing in Missouri and right. everybody just calls it tugboat. That's how tugboat. Benny recorded it. That's right. how Benny taught it to the people up here. So Right, exactly. <laughs> most people forget that.
Smooth boat up Sandy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like that too. This is JT. I want to thank you for listening to Fiddle Me This. Without your listenership, we can't even do anything. <laughs> so we're grateful to have you. Also, thanks to Gary Shu for coming out to the studio and playing some tunes for us and sharing some tales. Uh, check out the Oregon Old Time Fiddlers Association, the Washington Old Time Fiddlers Association, or wherever you're at. If you're in Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Ohio, get involved with your local fiddle players. There's some cool tunes, some cool music, some cool culture to be had. Go have some fun. Hey, y'all, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to Fiddle Me This. Thanks to Gary Shu for coming out today, sharing his tunes and tales with us. On a final note, this is the next-to-last episode of Season 1. We have been in discussion about Season 2, but it takes a lot of work, a lot of effort to get this out, a lot of scheduling, particularly during this uh, world pandemic that we're going through. Anything you can do to... uh, help share the news, spread the word about Fiddle Me This. That makes us feel good and helps us keep going. So thank you for all the reviews. Uh, Maybe there's a favorite episode or something. Maybe uh, uh, just anything. Leave a little comment on the website or on the Facebook page. We're on Instagram as well. Uh, Check out the Podland Productions, podland.productions forward slash Fiddle Me This. And leave a comment, review, share some episodes with your friends. Uh, we're just so grateful that y'all would listen and uh, we'd love to maybe continue for at least a second season Uh, we're currently looking for some sponsors for that so maybe you know somebody Uh, anyway get in contact with us Uh, they're podland.productions thanks for listening this has been a podland productions production recorded at downstairs studio in portland oregon for more information on podland and for more podland podcasts go to podland.productions. While you're there, subscribe to the email newsletter for sneak peeks, giveaways, and more. Thanks for listening. Podland Productions.